0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Craig Dixon on The Main Money Show.
1: Good morning, Maine. Welcome to The Main Money Show. My name is Craig Dixon from Investment Executives. Um, if at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a buzz. Our number is 855-625-3736, or you can always visit us on our website, and that web address is theinvestmentexecutives.com. And while you're at my website, feel free to um, check out the radio page. You can check out our past shows and subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. It's pretty cool. You can kind of get you know tied in with everything there, and if you missed any shows or there's a particular topic you want to review, you can go back and listen to it a couple times to pick up on things. you. Might have missed if you were listening live, so that'll ensure you're always up to date with our latest episode. But anyway, I want to get right into it, and, and for today's episode, um, what the title of the the show is, is How to Reset Retirement Plans to Weather a Downturn, and you've probably heard chatter about how we might be in the longest bull market in history. However, even searching longest bull market in history on Google, if you go ahead and you plug that in. Um, It'll give you results that support and refute that hypothesis. So, nonetheless, a downturn is possible. So today, uh, what we're going to do is look at some ways to plan in case there is a, down, a downturn. And I have to say, in case Tony, because you never know, it could go on forever. My grandfather used to say, "If it doesn't stop raining, it'll be the first time it never did stop raining." <laughs> so I guess I love always a that. I
0: love that one.
1: <laughs> How you doing?
0: I am doing great. Uh, This sounds like a great topic to talk about today. Yeah. I mean, a really, really good topic. So uh, this is interesting. Now, obviously, I would love to know how to uh, weather that market downturn that's inevitable. Um, And you're right. It would be the first time it didn't stop raining ever. (laughs) I love that analogy. But uh, this is going to be a fun show. Craig, thank you, number one, for having me on today. We always always have a fun time. And uh, it's just... Uh, There is a lot going on with our economy, with the markets. We're going to see some more volatility. So uh, I think this is going to be great. Now, you've been keeping busy, though, right? You've been meeting with people, talking to listeners out there. I know you always offer complimentary consultations for our listeners if they want to sit down and ask questions. Uh, If we have somebody that has questions, wants to sit down and talk to you, uh, what's that number they call?
1: Yeah, the number is uh, 855-MAKES-SENSE, and it's sense with an S. But Numerically, it's 855-625-3736.
0: Okay. And the website?
1: Theinvestmentexecutives.com, Tony.
0: Theinvestmentexecutives.com. And if you go there and then go to the radio show page, you can listen to this show, past shows, or subscribe to the show as a podcast using the iTunes or Google Play buttons. If you're on an Android device, you use Google Play uh, some, uh, PCs use Google play. If you have iTunes on your computer, uh, your, uh, tablet or your phone, you use iTunes and uh, you can even go to iTunes and just search for main money show and you'll come up. I love that.
1: Yeah, that is awesome.
0: Yeah. I think that's cool. Now this topic today, uh, I know that there was that article you mentioned, uh, how to reset your retirement plans to weather a downturn. And that was from nerd wallet. Um, Uh, it's said that the economy is due for a correction uh, and uh, that's going to trim a lot of value from stock values. That could be a problem if people are taking withdrawals from their investment portfolios uh, since market losses early in retirement can increase our chances of running out of money in retirement, right?
1: Yeah, that's true, Tony. And, and, the article does mention a 20% or more potential correction. And I, I think we saw one a little while back. We saw a little pullback. I think uh, if my memory serves me right, it was sometime last year where we saw a pullback of like 10%. But yeah, um, yeah. usually it's 20% <clears> twenty percent <throat> move. But, um, you know, they also make one very important point, and, and the answer isn't to cower in fear, but to plan for the inevitable downturns. I think we all get so um, like just into the market, excited and our emotions run high and then we just stay in it forever thinking it's never going to make its correction. And, And that's not always the case. Historically speaking, we've seen that. And like I said, you know, obviously it could happen and go on up forever and ever. But realistically, that's not not probably you know not what's going to happen so right. you know but anyway they br- they break down four different actions that can help your money last longer and the first action that they mention is diversification we've all heard that out there everybody listening's probably heard that term and stocks have quadrupled believe it or not tony since march 9th 2009 the beginning of the current bull market so meanwhile return of On bonds and cash, obviously, they remain low. And it's kind of like an inverse relationship. If stocks are high, bonds are low. If bonds are high, stocks are low. So kind of keep that in the back of your mind if you're looking at the whole picture of the stock and bond scenario along with cash as well. Unless, you know, unless you're trading money in different types of currencies. But, um, you know, investors who haven't regularly rebalanced back to a target mix of stocks, bonds and cash probably... They have way too much in their portfolio in stocks, and you need to take a look at that if you don't have auto rebalance. But in my opinion, you know, the time to rebalance is now before markets start bucking, and the right asset allocation depends on your income needs and risk tolerance. And you and I always talk about that, Tony, but that, that's why I encourage my clients to use our color of money risk analysis tool to make sure their current investments match their risk tolerance. It's real easy to do. It's, you know, it may sound a little nerve wracking to go in there and actually do something like that and take the initiative, but it's really easy and it's really straightforward on what your results mean to you in whatever phase of life you're in. I mean, you could be 20 years old and be really conservative and you could be 80 years old and really aggressive. It, it's not necessarily age based. It's a lot of feelings and and what you're looking for for a return overall. But if, if you're feeling nervous about the market or a potential downturn, It's a great time to stake a, you know, I was going to say stake a tap back, but take a step (laughs)
0: back. (laughs) Of course you were. Easy for you to say.
1: Yeah, yeah. Take take a step back, you know, take a breath and evaluate if your risk tolerance has changed. And risk tolerance changes over time. It's far from set in stone at any point in your life. And it can change, you know, yearly, monthly, every decade, whatever it is, but it's different for everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really important to understand that. And that's where you come in. You can help us with this. Um, Now, I know overall in my personal life, uh, my risk tolerance uh, has changed quite a bit, obviously. I'm not that same indestructible 19-year-old that never met a hot sauce challenge he didn't take. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I avoid that triple volcano hot sauce now. It's not safe for everyone, Craig. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. it's. But I, I remember your forehead was really sweating. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> of course.
1: Uh, you know, I, as someone who shares a radio booth with you, Tony, you know <laughs> how much I appreciate you eating that hot sauce. Uh, you know you know what it means to me on a weekly basis when we get together (laughs) and i know you've been through that volcano volcano hot sauce it's really awesome i appreciate it thank you i wish you would eat more of it
0: yeah no not anymore
1: (laughs) it's uh it's important to remember that risk tolerance isn't always about less risk that's not always the answer and at times consumers may be more open to risk and more confident in the economy in fact As reported by the Associated Press on August 28, 2018, U.S. consumer confidence had risen to an 18-year high. And the article even went on to quote Lynn Franco, director of economic indicators at the conference board. And he said, and I quote, Tony, expectations, which had declined in June and July, bounced back in August and continues to suggest solid economic growth for the remainder of 2018 these historically high confidence levels should continue to support health consumer spending in the near term so <clears throat> you know it's it's quite possible that some investors may be open to more risk based on their current financial situation but making sure that you're matched with your risk tolerance as it changes over the years will help you remain confident in your financial strategy and and will keep you less stressed in the times of you know turbulence in the market
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the market, you know, we know it's coming, uh, right? Obviously. Uh, And I think that's a good point. Tolerance can be positive or negative, but how often do we need to take that color of money risk analysis that you have? Every month, should we be looking at what our risk tolerance is or every year? What is that?
1: I don't know. You know, I don't know the exact right answer to tell everybody out there what they should do. I think it's I think it's different for every person. And it all depends on, you know, your level of concern of loss in the market, I think. And I always tell my clients the the pleasure, I'm sorry, the pain of loss in the market is ten times greater than the pleasure of gain in the market. You know, when the market's going up, my clients aren't on the phone calling me and saying, Hey, thank you, Craig. I'm up 10%, I'm up 15% but you can bet they're on the phone when it's down 5 or 10 or something oh, like that sure. so yeah and and i get it because i know the psychology of it and that it's more painful to lose than pleasurable to gain so you know i guess generally i would usually advise my clients that they should retake the color of money risk analysis you know every time they meet with their advisor typically once a year some people do it quarterly but like i said it's different for everybody but if they have any life changes they should also take another look cuz that might change their mentality a lot i mean whether it's marriage or divorce or death or inheritance or change a job they should also retake that color of money risk analysis when those things happen and life changes can certainly impact risk tolerance like i said because your psychology might entirely change i know you know going from single to married from married to having kids you just you think differently and and you feel differently about how things are going and progressing, and you feel differently about your money and your overall financial situation. So any of those things can drastically change your risk tolerance.
0: Yeah, I would assume they could. Now, uh, that's a really good tip. What's another action an investor should take or can take to weather a market downturn?
1: Another action that someone can take is to start smaller or be willing to cut back. And historically, retirees could minimize the risk of running out of money by withdrawing 4% of their portfolios in the first year of retirement and increasing the withdrawal amount by the inflation rate each year after that. And this approach, you know, was pioneered by financial planner and researcher um, Bill Bangin. He became known as the 4% rule guy. And Bangin has since revised the 4% rule in the August 22nd, 2017 Reddit Ask Anything interview. <clears throat> and Bergen was asked, uh, and I quote, is the 4% rule still relevant in today's economy? What withdrawal rate would you recommend for someone planning for longer than 30 years in retirement? And Bengen responded, uh, the 4% rule is actually the 4.5% rule, and I modified it some years ago on the basis of new research. The 4.5% 4, 4. <clears throat> is the percentage you could safely withdraw from a tax advantage portfolio like an IRA Roth IRA or 401k, the first year of retirement with the expectation you would live for 30 years in retirement. After the first year, you throw away the 4.5 rule and just increase the dollar amount of your withdrawals each year by the prior year's inflation rate. So for example, $100,000 in an IRA at retirement, first year withdrawal, 4,500. Inflation first year is 10%, so second year withdrawal would be 4950 And he goes on to say, I like to remind people that the 4.5% rule is not a law of nature like Newton's laws of motion, which will probably (laughs) never change. Markets can change. And it it is possible that in the future, the 4.5% rule, which is held up for 50 years might be violated, but I haven't seen those circumstances yet. And he continues on both the 2000 and 2007 retirees, who experienced big bear markets early in retirement, appear to be doing okay with the 4.5%. However, if we were to encounter a decade or more of high inflation, that might change things. In my opinion, he says, inflation is the retiree's worst enemy. As your time horizon increases beyond 30 years, as you might expect, the safe withdrawal rate decreases. So, for example, for 35 years, I calculated 4.3% for 40 years, 4.2% and for 40 years, uh, sorry, 45 years, 4.1%. If you plan to live forever, 4% should do it. So, you know, you can see there's quite a bit he said there that I quoted, but, um, you know, time horizon or how long you expect to live is definitely something I'd I'd keep in mind as you determine what percentage to withdraw from your tax advantage portfolio and, you, if you want to feel safe, you want to be obviously on the lower side. And if you have long life expectancy in your family and you think you're going to live, you know, 45, 50 years into retirement, obviously you want to bump that down a little bit. And 4%, like you said, should do it to carry you through your life, no matter, no matter if it's 30, 40, or 50 years.
0: Now, uh, what would the next action we need to take? Obviously, debt's important with mortgage debt and credit card debt. Uh, But what's the next action investors can take uh, to weather a market downturn?
1: They have to maximize their Social Security, Tony. It's a must. And here are some tips from an August 2018 smartasset.com article entitled How to Get the Maximum Social Security Benefit. So the first one was work for at least 35 years. And the federal government calculates your final benefit amount based on your lifetime earnings, averaging your salary over the course of the 35 years when you made the most, and since salaries change over time, the Social Security Administration or SSA refers to the average wage indexing series, a calculation of wage inflation year after year for its formula. So be forewarned: the SSA uh, factors zeros into the equation for every year you are short of the thirty-five year mark. To make up for those years, um, you know, when you when you garnered low earnings, for example. make a concerted effort to earn higher wages each other year. I know people have down years, up years, and it can change, and they change jobs. But, you know, check with your company's human resources department. If you think there's a problem with your Social Security withholding, you can also adjust that as well.
0: Wow. Uh, That's great. Now, obviously, uh, that doesn't include high school and college years of part-time work, does it? Or does it?
1: good point tony and uh you know if you if you have less than 35 years of full-time work it will count those part-time years so the more full-time years you can accrue you know the higher your benefit will be so let's move on to the next tip tony and the, and the next one we have the second one here is work until full retirement age and here's another tip from an august 2018 smartasset.com article entitled how to get the maximum social security benefit so you want to maximize your Social Security benefits. Um, You'll need to work until your full retirement age. They call that the FRA. So if you ever see that acronym, you'll know what it means. But here lies a sticky situation. As the determined age for full retirement continues to creep up, keeps moving up on us, on you, on me, Tony. And for a long time, you had to be 65 years old to receive full benefits until the U.S. Congress, um, they pushed through the Social Security amendments of 1983 HR 1900 public law 98-21 like you want to know that Uh, it decreed (laughs) that starting in 2000 the full retirement age would increase from 65 to 67 incrementally over a 22 year period beginning in 2000 Congress reasoned that overall health Healthcare and life expectancy has increased over the decades, which it has. Um, for example, the further life expectancy of a 65-year-old used to be nearly 14 years compared to almost 20 years today. So the SSA clearly indicates that, aside from extenuating circumstances, the earliest anyone can retire to start receiving Social Security is 62 years old, and they lose 30% of the benefits for that year each year leading up to the age of 66, the amount deducted obviously is lower and based on an individual's year of birth.
0: Sure. Sure. So odds are, uh, though, that that full retirement age is going to increase in the future, right? I mean, I remember it used to be 65, then 66. And for me, for me, it's 67. I I assume you're 65 or 66, but for me, it's 67.
1: No, I think you get the backwards. I think mine is like 69 or something. (laughs) I think I think mine is like 99. Well, the maximum (laughs)
0: right now is 67, I think. But uh, for full retirement age. But that's going to be changing, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know the, the full You can't predict the future, but the full retirement age could be adjusted in the future if life expectancy continues to increase with our technology and our medical care. It seems like they keep prolonging death, not necessarily that life is better or the overall feeling of being <laughs> old, but right. geez, they keep pushing it out. So, yeah, I guess it could happen, Tony, and it probably will. But again, you can't predict the future. And again, if it doesn't stop raining, it'll be the first time it never did stop raining. So,
0: <laughs> I love that one.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, the third tip that we have is determine the best return for your spouse or slash domestic partner. Um you know, married couples have two ways to go on Social Security. A person can claim his or her own benefit or de- delay claiming them and reap half of their partner's payout. And to be eligible, a marriage must have lasted for a minimum of 10 years, but the arrangement need not be current, so you can be divorced. So Oh, wow. Yeah. This can be beneficial if one spouse was a higher earner, obviously, and since the calculation for the spousal benefit will be based on the spouse's salary, Widows and widowers are also able to um, to benefit from a spouse whose earnings were higher, collecting half of your partner's benefits. Obviously it's a great way to push back the date for you to claim, you know, on your own benefits and let those go up higher and higher as you get closer to the maximum or the full retirement age and even beyond as it goes up 8% per year after that until age 70. So you can really increase your payout.
0: Wow. Well, do you have any final tips for us on maximizing our social security benefit then?
1: First and foremost, Tony, it's make sure that your employment and funds paid into your account check out with the SSA. And the SSA encourages workers aged 18 years and older to create an account where they can monitor their social security statement. Um, They're even phasing out all check payments and transitioning to all electronic uh, payment systems. So this means basically all recipients are encouraged to sign up for some form of e-payment system. And I don't know if everybody out there knows, but you can actually log in and see your social security benefit online at uh, ssa.gov. So that's something you could take advantage of too. I think as we move on to more technologically based um, benefits from social security, you'll see it's a lot easier to figure out what you have, where you're going uh, simply by logging on. But you should be aware that You know, there are health health risks involved in optimizing your Social Security payout. And that's one thing I always talk to my clients about. So for one thing, a delay in retirement can increase the likelihood that you will um, you'll compromise your health for another. Relying on half of your spouse's benefits can be good, but, you know, it puts you in a dicey position where you're dependent on the other person's wealth. So you don't want to rely solely on that. You want to obviously build in your build your own Social Security as best you can.
0: Well, and I think that's really smart. Now, we're out of time for this segment. We have to take another quick break. Is there anything you want to add before we do?
1: Yeah, I really want to emphasize the fact that you can't get a second opinion from the person who gave you the first opinion. So if you have something that you're concerned about, you're not sure you've been going back to the same person, I'd like you to take advantage of my complimentary consultation. Um, If you just call us at 855-625-3736, or visit our website, theinvestmentexecutives.com. You can set up that complimentary consultation and get a true second opinion from somebody that you're not currently working with.
0: All right, well, that sounds great. Good offer. And listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Craig Dixon
2: here on The Main Money Show. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At The Investment Executives, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at theinvestmentexecutives.com or call us at 855-MAKE-SENSE. That number again is 855-MAKE-SENSE.
0: Welcome back to the All About That Base radio show with your host, Craig Dixon. Wait a minute. I'm talking about the Main Money Show. Welcome back to the Main Money Show with our host, Craig Dixon, and myself, your co host, Tony Shore. Now, if at any time during the show uh, you want to find out just how crazy Craig is, uh, give him a call. What's that number, Craig? Yeah. Oh, shoot, you're cracking me
1: up. 855 625 3736. You could tell how crazy I am by my monotone voice. I sound like, <laughs> I sound like the guy, the teacher on Ferris Bueller's, uh, that movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No, you're not quite that
0: bad. Yeah. No,
1: not that dry. Sorry. Bueller. B- exactly. Bueller.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, today's episode is how to reset your retirement plans to weather a downturn. And uh, there's there was this article out there that inspired uh, you to do the show. You mentioned it earlier, something like how to reset retirement plans to weather a downturn written by Liz Weston of Nerd Wallet, uh, And you've already talked about four actions that we can potentially take uh, to really weather a market downturn. Number one was diversify. That's always a biggie. You hear that mm-hmm. from everyone. So that's, that's a universal truth right there. Uh, then you said start small or consider cutting back. Uh, three, pay off debt. Easier said than done, but it's doable. You can do it. And obviously, if you need help, uh, Craig, I know you. this is something you help people with. And maximize Social Security. Maximize those benefits to help you uh, in retirement so you don't have to rely on uh, funds that are at risk uh, in the market as much. So uh, good points, one and all. Uh, next, I know that uh, you wanted to talk about another action, uh, and that was arranging more retirement income, you told me over the break. And I know everybody, we'd all love more income, Craig. Come on. But how do we do this? How can we accomplish that?
1: Earn more money, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, I'm just kidding with you. As yeah, as mentioned in the article again, we got to we got to state that to to source our uh, our information how to reset retirement plans to weather a downturn from Liz Weston of NerdWallet like you talked about, um, retirees would have enough guaranteed income from social security and pensions to cover all of their basic expenses such as housing, food, utilities, transportation, taxes, and insurance, and it says Wade Foe, professor of retirement income at the American College of Financial Services. And if they don't, they may be able to create more guaranteed income using fixed annuities, says Foe, author of, again, <laughs> how much can I spend in retirement? So fixed annuities wow. allow buyers to pay a lump sum to an insurance company, Typically, in exchange for monthly payments that can last a lifetime, and that's one things I one of the things I harp on with my clients is they don't understand how these contracts can pay them even after the money is depleted from the contract. And it's obviously a contractual agreement between the insurance company. Um, they've looked at the bell curve and figured you know who's in the mean, who's in the extreme, and they make money off the investors by paying them out over the lifetime and they have enough money in their coffers that they're able to weather the storm for those people that are way over on the right side of the bell curve and live longer than they expect. So um, it's something to think about in regards to creating an income that's much like a pension and much like Social Security where uh, it's going to last a lifetime. Obviously, Tony, it's you know, it's backed by the claims-paying ability of the insurance company, but um, I think it's a really good supplement to income for people over their lifetime. And it's not oh, something yeah. that you, you know, it's not something they have to put all their money in, obviously, but it's something that they can utilize and put a substantial amount to fill that income gap. I mean, if they have Social Security and a pension and they're looking to fill a gap beyond that, say they need 5000 a month and they're only hitting three, then you put enough into one of these annuities to fill the gap. And you know, every month you have your mailbox money it's coming into you. Um, paying the bills, supporting your lifestyle, and then everything you else have invested in the market or whatnot, you can kind of weather the ups and downs that we were talking about um, when it rains and still know that your bills are paid every month. But, you know, I think that's just a, way, a good way to go is have everything balanced as far as income goes and then look beyond that in your investment sure. portfolios and, and be able to make more more aggressive uh, plays in the market and hopefully make more gains while you're while you're sitting on your income nest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think these have been some great points. We ran out of time, though. It just flew by. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today?
1: Yeah, I just want to offer that uh, no cost complimentary consultation. Um, Stop by here at our office at 240 Russell Street, 407 uh, Alfred Street in Biddeford, and we'll be more than happy to sit down with you. We do a uh, par report, which is a portfolio analysis review. We do the color of money risk analysis. We do a tax review. Retirement X-ray. Uh, we we do the income maximization report. There's a bunch of stuff we can do here for you. Whether you're looking for one or the other or all, we'd be more than happy to uh, have the opportunity to try to earn your business. And I I get a lot of crap from people that say, oh, you should never talk about trying to earn people's business and you know. But that's what I'm here doing, folks. I'm trying to educate, earn your trust, earn your business, and I'd be more than happy to sit down with you. And like I said, there's no obligation.
0: Oh, that's great. Well, that does it for today's episode of The Main Money Show with our host, Craig Dixon. Thank you for listening to The Main Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Craig Dixon at The Investment Executives. Call 855 Sense or visit their website at theinvestmentexecutives.com.